0: We are here with our organizer extraordinaire and sharp joining us today excited to have her talking more about the work that she does as an organizer and first and foremost i know we're going to talk about closets today and also uh you mentioned uh last week's kid spaces and memorabilia ah okay perfect uh let me ask you in particular uh first and foremost uh, tell us about yourself and your company
1: uh, so my business is called A Sharp Space. I'm a certified professional organizer, and I work in the residential organizing field. So I basically try to help people make the most of the space they have. And uh, often they call me when they're on, you know, going through a life transition. That's a typical time when people need a, a little extra help and direction.
0: Perfect. And what's the website? How can we find you? And where are you based out of specifically?
1: Um, I'm based out of Winchester, which is just north of Boston, so I service the greater Boston area. My website is asharpspace.com, and my phone number is 617-939-4641.
0: Perfect. So you also work now, by the way, with clients virtually too, correct?
1: I do, yes yeah depending what platform they like yes
0: okay for today's show i do have just a, an email sharing that you want to cover closets right so right. Uh, i don't have any specific bullet points so in that email you mentioned you sent something else as well
1: yes an attachment a one-page attachment so
0: sorry i don't have it yet so i'm going to have you start to speak about the closets and organization okay. please
1: that's fine um You know, typically when a client would contact me saying they want to, uh, you know, work in their closet, you know, their closet's just a mess, you know, it's important for me to try to get to the bottom of, well, what exactly is going on? Uh, Is it that you can't find the clothes that you want when you want them? Or, you know, maybe, maybe you've changed size and things just don't work anymore and you need to revisit what you have in your closet. Or maybe you honestly believe you're completely at capacity and, you know, you need a new closet. You need to you know address the fixtures more than the contents so i I try initially to figure out is it that you've got too much stuff or have you already maybe you know purged everything and it's literally that you just don't have enough space you don't have the fixtures to support what you want to keep so that's where i would always start and really ask them to try to envisage and describe what their dream closet looks like um it can be very different um, depending whether someone's, if they're working in a professional field where they have to be smartly dressed every day, they may want to separate their professional wardrobe from their casual wardrobe. Um, Maybe they're an outdoors enthusiast and want to keep all their hiking gear or their ski gear or scuba diving gear, whatever it is in in one particular area. So it's, you know, grab and go. So, you know, I, I try to get from them a little bit of information about what they're trying to achieve before we dive in with reorganizing.
0: Perfect. And by the way, just for, you know, this is your first Zoom show with us. Tell us where you got the passion from and started this business with organization. Where did it all come from and stem from, Anne?
1: Uh, Well, I think I've always been naturally organized as one of these people who, Uh, was that way I have always loved it and it wasn't really until I discovered NAPO which is the professional body to which I belong it stands for the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals that I realized wow I I found my peeps and there's 3,000 other people out there nationally who are doing this for a living and it made me realize that I could like pivot career wise into doing something that i'm naturally good at and i love helping people so i decided to start a business that was mm, eight years ago oh yeah.
0: awesome yeah. well congratulations on this and well, the success you. of that and uh back to the closet what else is next for us because this is important gotta ask <clears throat> i have yeah. stuff in my closet that's probably like 20 years old and I hold Uh on to it for that attachment purpose of, I wore that when, I'll wear it again, never do. Do you have a rule of thumb with how long something should be in the closet before you got to get rid of it?
1: I wouldn't say I have a hard rule of thumb, but I do know exactly what you mean, because I do believe I have one silk two-piece outfit in my closet that I wore um, to a number of special occasions, and it just brings back the happy memories, you know, when and if I see it. But no, I think it's more about... um, does it have that very special attachment? And I mean more than random. Um, But also, how does it make you feel? If if you were to wear it again, I mean, does it make you feel good? Does it fit you? Does it complement? You know, maybe you've changed your hair colouring. You know, maybe you're a different size. You know, maybe your style has just changed, you know. So I would try to make sure that it fits the life that you're currently leading not necessarily the one you were leading when you purchased the item Um, and I think a lot of people when they look hard and fast at the items in their closet they realize that some items they just don't gravitate towards because you know they're itchy when they wear them or there's that annoying little stain that you tried once to get out and it didn't come out so you just stuck it back in the closet but are you realistically going to take the time to do more than a cursory, you know, spot cleaner. Mm -hmm. Um, Or there's items that just need tailored, you know, I mean, something looks really well if it's properly fitted. And if you haven't, in the last six months, found your way to the tailors, maybe you're never going to. So, you know, I do think there's a lot of questions you can ask yourself about the items you keep. Um, But yeah, there's definitely a place, I think, for certain sentimental items that bring back, um, you know, the concerts you went to or the first marathon you ran or whatever it happens to be um you know that's okay
0: yeah all right just let you know i do have your notes now so yes before reorganizing sort by category let's go down the list and get to that capsule wardrobe (laughs) people might say what is she talking about what's a capsule wardrobe but Anne will elaborate
1: yeah well I, i tend to go through a closet very systematically um obviously if there's a pile of clothes on the floor then we have to deal with that but Um, I would typically sort everything by, you know, put all the shirts together, all the pants together, the dresses, skirts, jackets together, because sometimes you don't even realize, you know, how many you have of a particular item until you put them together. I I remember working with a realtor once, and I think we got to like the 13th pair of black pants, and she thought, oh, wow, (laughs) you know, I just never even knew I had that many and the reality is that you're always going to wear what fits you best what flatters you what's comfortable um I mean there may be some different lengths or styles within that but you know by putting them together it makes it easier for you to make decisions about you know what, what are the absolute no's um there's definitely going to be things you look at and you know if your face falls you think oh you know that's a that's a no it's it's an easy one and so i would if you like pick the low hanging fruit first do the easy nose and then when it gets to the maybe piles that's when you ask the hard questions um you know i'm not necessarily an advocate i know mary kondo i mean she's brought a lot of um you know attention to the professional organized industry for sure but my approach would not be to necessarily empty the closet of everything and dump it on the bed, um, especially if you're the sort of person who's had your clothes dry cleaned. Um, you know, I don't want them to all get creased in a heap, you know. So I would go category by category and pick out the nose and then, you know, ask about um, the others. I mean, there's one particular question I just loved. I went to the book tour um, that Gretchen Rubin had when she released her book, Outer Order in her cam. And this brought down the house when she said this. It was, um, would I be happy to meet my ex wearing this? You know, you, you hold up something and think, oh, God, no, I'd die if I bumped into so-and-so in the supermarket wearing I that. I think you about all, all
0: the time when I go to Costco because I'm like, my ex might yeah. be here. I can't look. I can't go out of the house <laughs> like, like this, even though I'm comfortable at my home. But I'm like, i gotta, I got to feel a little good.
1: i got to <laughs> just in case. Yeah. It's um, kind of just a good a uh, tester almost you yeah. know um, but yeah i thought that was kind of funny so i, th- I think that the the like, if if you really are trying to come up with like a smaller wardrobe that works for you is well you know if you've got the money and the funds work with a stylist because a stylist will you know tell you what the right fit for you is what styles complement you And I mean, we all know that can vary based on the brand you're buying. You might be a size eight in one brand, a size four in another. Um, I've even found an oily sometimes with the same brand from season to season, you know, the size can shift. So um, I think working with a stylist is great, but if you do have a goal of a capsule wardrobe, and what that is is a a smaller wardrobe that works well, um, think about, uh, creating like a series of base layers that you can wear that you can mix and match so you know more neutral colors um, you know olives beiges black black in particular and then complement them with maybe your more statement pieces you know your signature color I mean I like blue for example or particular prints maybe you like tartans or stripes or whatever but you know have the staples have a number of items that work well in different mix and matchs match combos and then just have you know the outlier if you like to freshen it up make it feel different and accessorize accordingly i mean don't wear a really expensive outfit with a you know a tacky belt or something you're going to bring down the whole outfit so um and i think you need to know yourself when you're choosing clothes and what you choose to keep i mean maybe there's things in your wardrobe that you don't wear because you know that linen skirt creases when you sit and you're not gonna be ironing it every time you wear it. So learn your lesson, don't buy linen. Yes, it's a lovely fabric and you know, it has its place, but if you're an easy care person that wants to pull things out of the dryer and hang them up and be done with it, just know that, you know, so know your limitations and build layers that work, you know, for the weather, you know, so.
0: Mm -hmm. all right good to know now also just want to remind everyone how we could reach out to you Anne, because we're about halfway through it's always good to do so
1: Um, my website is asharpspace.com you can book a discovery call there complimentary discovery call if you want or you can call me at 617-939-4641 Perfect. All right. Good to know,
0: And And we're talking today, first and foremost, about this closet organization, the capsule wardrobe. Um, my question is, um, my mom's unfortunately passed, but before she died, one well, of the things she told me, you need to get rid of those wire hangers in your closet. I said, but they're so thin from, like, the cleaners. I'm like, i I've years ago 10 probably 15 years ago about all those big bulky plastic white and black hangers and now oh my gosh my mom's like no you got to get the huggy one through like velvet never did what are your preference with hangers
1: um well i did attend i remember a presentation once by guard robe who are um You know, they look after a lot of very wealthy people's couture, clothing and so on. And they give a presentation on how to look after your clothing. And wear hangers were not part of the conversation in that they're just not good for your clothes. They're almost like too thin that they don't, um, you know, you end up with like a firm line along the shoulders. Um, So the type of hangers you were talking about, the velvet ones, um, Joy Mangano was one of the original uh, makers of those and they do vary a lot in quality just so you know I mean you'll see different deals online but they're not always the same quality Um, you want to make sure they're strong that they're not going to break and that the neck um, hook will twist because it's just really annoying if if it doesn't uh, you'll find in practice um those are very good um the clinginess of them work well with slippery fabrics you know like blouses and socks and things because they will stay on the hanger um so that is good and yes you're correct you will definitely get a lot more on the same rod space but guard robe give a recommendation that your thing should be um about an inch apart i mean i've definitely seen things a lot closer than that i think in the ideal so, closet yes. Yeah, you would have about an inch apart of your clothing. But I mean, it is all about buying the right hanger. You know, Um, I think the wooden hangers, which are curved a bit, are really great for like your cloakroom closet, you know, maybe an entry closet where you're hanging heavy coats. Um, But basically having uniform hangers mean you'll get more in the space because if some are curved and some aren't, you're going to lose valuable rod space um and i mean even when you think about pants for example i have seen people hang them by the waistband by you know the leg ends, uh folded over a hanger folded on the shelf and there's so many different ways um so i think it's just good to understand why you're hanging it a certain way did you, did you make a conscious decision or you know whatever if you are hanging them you want a hanger that has some support because you again you don't want to end up with that firm line that a wire hanger would create um so you know i, I think you need to think about it there are actually some very cool new hangers out there which have a very short um neck you know the bit with the hook so that the pants hang very close to the rod because they don't have the shoulder bits so, you know you can maybe go from a five to six inch drop to where the bar is to three inches and that way you know save a lot of space maybe under where your pants are hanging for shoes and things so i, I find uh, wayfair and amazon both sell a lot of different pant hangers that you might not have thought of Ones which are open at one end so you can just pull the pants off without having to remove the hanger oh yeah or even, I didn't track to you know. So. Yeah.
0: Well, what do you like doing? Do you like hanging pants like this way or folding?
1: Yeah, I do hang them folded over. Okay. I actually use the velvet hangers, but I must admit most of mine are on the more casual end. Um, so just because of the nature of the work I do, I don't have too many dress pants, but Yeah, I do have them folded.
0: All right, well, you mentioned shoes. Tell me how you do that. Do you throw away the shoe boxes? Do you keep the shoe boxes? What do you do?
1: Um, You know, I think it depends a lot on the client because I definitely have some clients who are buying very high-end designer shoes. And sometimes their reason for keeping the boxes is because they think at some point they may resell. And depending how you resell... Um, some consignment shops appreciate having the original box you know with the labeling others don't want it so i mean if you have a shop that you routinely work with for resale they will tell you what their guidelines are but that is one reason why sometimes people keep the box generally i don't like keeping the box i would say because they all come in different sizes Um, if you're stacking them in the box Mm -hmm. they're not going to stack very neatly or look very uniform um i can understand keeping them in the box if they have like say a velvet kind of finish um you're definitely protecting them from dust by keeping them in a box but what you could do instead is put them in a clear box and a lot of people use clear boxes and i mean you can take a photograph of the shoes and put the photograph on the box or if the clear box is see-through enough that you can see exactly what they are depends some are a bit more opaque than others yeah Um, But then at least you could stack the boxes. They will look neat. Your shoes will be protected. And they come in a lot of different sizes. I mean, there's ladies shoe boxes, there's men's shoe boxes, there's slightly taller ladies boxes for like ankle boots. And then there's longer, wider boxes for boots. I mean, I definitely have one pair of dress boots, which I keep in a box because yes, they are suede and they're more special. I'm not pulling them out every other day. You know boots i would wear more regularly or just on the shelf so um but yeah i think it's a lot about um you know your personality what you're going to do with them um i know for example i worked with one client who definitely distinguished his casual from his dress shoes and the dress shoes we put in like little boxes with like a door front so you weren't having to like lift a stack of boxes to get to the one you want you could see them all lift the door and these shoe boxes like lock into each other. So it forms a grid. And I'd actually one client who had, oh God, he was a reseller of sneakers. He had an entire wall. I mean, I'm talking four foot high in his bedroom of sneakers. And he he was a reseller. Um, So each stack of boxes was like by color and make. It was pretty incredible actually. I think he was in the army and it was like a little sideline he had selling sneakers. Nice.
0: (laughs) All right. What about pocketbooks?
1: Oh, well, um, pocketbooks, I like to separate into size. You know, there's the bigger bags that you might go shopping with, with a lot of space in them. And then there's the clutch bags, which might be more for evening. And one tip I learned from Marie Kondo, which I really like and utilize myself, is Um, The larger bags, if if sometimes they lack structure. They can be a little floppy, and then they kind of lose their shape a bit. So there's two things you can do. You could stuff them with, like, an acid-free tissue to, you know, give it some body or keep the original stuffing that the bag came Mm -hmm. with. Or you can put, like, a smaller bag which has some structure inside the bigger one, but just make sure that if it has a shoulder strap or something, that it comes out the sides. So you don't forget you have that bag, right? You don't want to like lose track of things totally. But the smaller bag can give structure to the bigger bag and you're also saving space. So that's what I would recommend the bigger ones. But with the smaller ones, um, I often like to get a clutch organizer. You know, there, there's some nice ones in acrylic. They sort of, um, you know, like one inch apart segments where you can line them all up. Um, And if it's a very special bag, maybe an evening bag that's velvet or something, you might want to think about keeping it in a dust cover Uh um, just to keep it protected.
0: And the importance of taking care of your clothes. You know, you wanted to discuss that a little too.
1: um, Well, yeah, I mean, certainly this guard rule presentation that I attended talked a lot about Mm -hmm. making sure before you put things away for the season to, you know, wash them or have them dry cleaned because even though they may not appear dirty you know there may be body oils or sweat and um, you're just sort of putting yourself up for trouble other little creatures may decide it's the perfect place to live during the off season when you're not wearing it so i think it's important to make sure your clothes are clean before you store them and then think also about um, the type of clothing and how you store it say you had a special sequin dress or something maybe a knitted dress even that was sort of heavy that's not the kind of thing you want to store in a hanger because it will lose its shape and get longer and weigh down so certain items like that you'll want to fold maybe in an acid-free tissue um, and put in a box to protect um, a bit the way like you would maybe preserve you know a christening robe or a wedding dress you would Put it in a seal box folded with special tissue so that um, the fabric doesn't deteriorate. Mm, Good
0: to know. All right. And in regards to maintenance, you mentioned keep a donation
1: bin close by. Yeah. Well, I just think, um, you know, if you go to grab something and you think, oh, no, no, last time I wore this, it was awful. And Mm -hmm. then you put it back in the shelf. I mean, like, don't do that. You know, just have a bag um, in your closet at all times where when things stop working for you or don't fit or you stay in them or whatever, just throw it in the bag. And I I know quite a few people who do this and they do it in each closet. They'll have one in their kid's closet, one in their own closet. And then when the bag is full, um, donate it, you know. So just have an ongoing practice of putting things there for donation. And another time I think it's good to have a bag in your closet is, um, I worked with a couple where the husband's shirts were all dry cleaned. And she was getting a bit annoyed because she was the one running the dry cleaners, the wife. And she, you know, was never quite sure which ones were to go and which weren't. So um, there was a company—I um, can't remember the name now—but anyway, they had this lovely tote bag. It was very attractive, worked well with the aesthetics of their closet. And we just set it on the floor in his area. And basically, you know, if he took off a shirt that had to go to the dry cleaners, it went in that bag. So it was very clear that anything in the bags to the dry cleaners. And it was an easy portable bag to go. I mean, some dry cleaners obviously give you a bag, you know, to use, you just leave that there too. And there's certain dry cleaners I've heard will even if you provide the hangers, put your clothes on your hangers, my local one does not do that. But I have heard there are cleaners will do it. it is worth asking the question because I think that's why people end up with a lot of wire hangers, they never transfer them. When they get home and leaving the plastic on is like a really bad thing to do plastic gives off gases if left long term it will you know damage your clothing so you're, you're better to get um like a cotton cover dust okay. cover or even a cotton piva uh, clothes cover because that way you're protecting the clothing it's a breathable cover uh, but you can also see what's in there so i particularly like the ones that are like a natural cotton on the back and piva on the front um, because you know I mean in my own closet which is a walk-in closet I have all my special clothes in cotton piva covers because a walk-in closet can be dusty you know if, if those are items you're not wearing frequently Got it. So. all
0: right. well thank you so much for being yeah. here uh, to sum up today how can we reach out to you would you mind sharing
1: uh, via my website, which is asharpspace.com, A-S-H-A-R-P-S-P-A-C-E.com, or by phone, 617-939-4641. Perfect. And also, uh, this,
0: do you offer like an initial discovery call if someone's interested in your work? How do they...
1: Yes, um, on my website, I think on the bottom of every page, you can click on an option to schedule a discovery call. I've sort of set aside certain times in the week when I know I'm more often like in the office and available. But if none of those work for you, my phone number's there on my email address and just, you know, leave me a message, send me an email and we'll find a time that works for you. Perfect. But yes, you you know, typically 15 to 30 minutes, depending on the nature of the job, it'll be a phone call. Great. Yeah.
0: Thank you again. And Sharp, the Sharp Space. Thank you so much. Have a great day, sweetheart. Enjoy your Halloween.
1: Stay around. Yeah, rise. thank you. <laughs> <Okay>. Bye <laughs> right. bye. Thank you so much. Bye.
0: Bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News
1: Network. Hi, this is Terry Cruz.